Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame Podcast. Who doesn't like to look or feel beautiful? Obviously, we don't like to be thought of as shallow, but we are all drawn towards beautiful things, whether that's in a shop or pausing on a pretty picture on Pinterest. Design is all around us and when it's beautiful, we can't help but want to almost interact with it for longer or even own it. And if you're like me and in a shop, well, then you just have to pick it up. So what makes something beautiful? And there are many things that we probably find day to day that are beautiful, like a sunset, an attractive face or a brand. We actively seek out beauty. When we admire something aesthetically pleasing to the eye, it actually fulfills us emotionally and provides us with pleasure. There have been studies to show that if your environment is beautiful, then your behavior can actually change positively. Plus, they have seen higher levels of happiness. Beautiful space makes people be more respectful and maybe even take pictures of it to remember it. But in ugly spaces, people are more likely to litter and simply care very little about it. This might explain when I get into a slump and lazy by not putting things away, the mess quickly builds up and I care less and less about where I put things. When we admire something, whether that's be a beautiful person or an object or in this case a design, we develop a stronger attachment to the person or design in question because it feels interesting to us. I've spoken about this before but there is a concept called the halo effect. Essentially it influences our opinions or feelings in a positive way. What it means is we become basically biased with our without really our knowledge. <laughs> we actually associate beautiful things being more good and interesting. So we actually have a default switch of feelings that we turn to when we see something beautiful. When a design is carefully crafted, we make bias com- assumptions that they are more professional and reliable. We don't need to say it, we just automatically start to think this with good design. Where there is beauty, there's also be simplicity and it has to be easy to comprehend. When something is complex for us to process, we start to see negative feelings arise within us, like frustration and annoyance. So what we instinctively want to do is avert our attention away and disconnect from that hard or complex thing to understand. I mean, who wants to look at something for longer if it's not making us feel good? This is not good for brands with poor design and mismatch messaging. So there actually has to be some sort of level of simplicity within beautiful things. When something is easy to understand, we are more welcoming towards it, more open to it. That's why brands that try to be and say everything feels rather uncomfortable. To be an easy to understand brand, we have to weed out all the fluff and be fully grounded in the essential parts of what makes your brand. Have you ever noticed that beautiful brands are usually simplified in both what they say and the visuals and we feel instantly at ease because it all feels very cohesive and easy to take in. A beautifully designed visual identity doesn't just support your brand but helps you elevate it. Design has to be answering a problem. It needs to be functional otherwise it's really not fulfilling its job and could basically be considered art. Brands aren't just made to look pleasing to the eye, but moulded in a response to what the business needs to say to attract and achieve what they want. 
function must come first in design and that's why in branding we usually start with the person and research and strategy to solve all the unanswered questions once answered we can then move into the design phase and mold you to look a specific way that's attractive and easy for your people to understand so if you skip the research and the strategy and all the parts that make you who you are it still leaves more room for your brand visuals to be lacking effectiveness even if you do look well put together If you want to be a beautifully designed brand, you must remember to first is the function. What do you need it to do? Start by researching and getting a clear idea on what problem it needs to be solving. Simplify it. What do you want to say and why do they care? Move into the crafting your message clearly. And then it is the visual direction. What visuals work best with what I'm trying to say and convey? And then this is the time you get to mold your visual personality to look aesthetically pleasing. That's it for me today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this fairly short episode, but I think very insightful and always parted with some really actionable steps there. I will be off, but quickly a little update on how my new goal planning system is going. And I have to say it's been working a treat for me. I don't seem to feel stressed or put a ridiculous amount of pressure and there is no longer a to-do list that is the length of my arm in sight. So let's face it, life shouldn't be a to-do list. And if you're wondering what the heck I'm wittering on about here, definitely go and have a little listen to episode 69. A great listen if you are have previously done goal planning and systems, but they haven't really worked for you. Then definitely go check it out. Thanks for listening to the Brandmade Podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week. And in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.